My name is Thomas Cornelison. I'm a professor of economics at the University of Essex, and I'm a labor economist. I study workers' firms and labor markets. Thomas, what's your project at the foundation? My project is called Knowledge Spillover and Individual Careers. Um, so it's a project that aims to understand to what degree co-workers learn important skills from each other at the workplace. This is an old idea in economics that workers interact with each other and by doing so they learn important skills from each other. And we also see that people, when they start out in the labor market, they typically have strong wage growth in their first years of employment. And this is indicative of, of their skills growing. And I'm interested in the question of how important are co-workers for this wage growth in the early years? And can we find evidence for a process of learning from co-workers? So what inspired you to do this? Why are you interested in this aspect of work? I've always been interested in peer effects and social interactions. I, I think maybe in the early days of economics, they have been a bit neglected because we were treating people very much as individuals and we were neglecting the social context a bit. But also as an academic, I think introspection. As academics, we're often surrounded by very smart people and we often exchange ideas with each other. And so I think it's natural to think that we influence each other in terms of ideas, in terms of skills, um, that we are influenced by the people we're surrounded by. This is one thing that's perhaps changing because of the changing way in which we work. Mm -hmm. Maybe in the future, we're not going to meet people for so long. We don't stay at jobs for so long, mm -hmm. do we? And sometimes people think, well, it's not really my job to train the person mm -hmm. next to me. These are really important questions. And the answers, I guess, are changing all the time. Yes, I think that's an important issue with working from home, for example. Firms and employers are concerned about how can they ensure that people continue learning from each other if everyone works in a different place. I think some companies have tried to implement that remotely by having remote, regular, informal meetings between people, etc. Or it may also be one reason why companies put in place rules for workers to continue coming in at least some days of the week and maybe to coordinate that they come in at the same time to facilitate this type of exchange. This is something that influences absolutely all of us, as you say, because all of us have learned something from a co-worker. It doesn't always work that way, does it? Mm -hmm. It's true. I mean, in, in this project, in my project, actually, there is an important twist that I want to analyze, that it's maybe not always beneficial to you to be paired up with very strong co-workers because especially when you start out in a new job and you you start your career like we could do a thought experiment for example imagine two workers who start in very similar jobs very similar firms the only difference is one has very strong co-workers and the other one has slightly maybe less productive co-workers and then, of course, we could think that the person we see good co-worker group could learn from them, mm. but they could also be harmed by them because what happens in the labor market is also competition. <laughs> so you compete with your co-workers for promotion at the firm or for being retained permanently at the firm. And actually, when we started to look into our data, we didn't find a, a strong positive effect of having good co-workers in your first job on your career. Oh. Um, and then we started thinking about why could that be? And actually, competition seems to be a reason for that. 
And so this project aims to disentangle a bit a potential positive spillover via learning from co-workers from a negative spillover via competition with co-workers. This is something that you see in all business books. Surround you with people who are better than yourself and naturally good things will happen. Mm-hmm. It sounds like we have to take that with a pinch of salt. Surround yourself with people who are good, not too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it depends also what the degree of competition is. So whether you actually are in direct competition with these people because they might be at a similar career stage as yourself or they might have a very similar background which make them substitutable with yourself. And so then the negative competition element will be stronger. Whereas someone who is maybe already a little bit more senior or who has a different educational background, their competition might be less of an issue and there might be more the learning might be happening more easily. Actually, the learning might be happening from the people with whom you compete as well, because you could still observe the way how they do their job. You might still learn something. It's only that in the data, it's very hard to disentangle because it, it gets mixed up with the competition effect. There's probably a lot of bosses out there that are hoping that you do manage to disentangle it because there's a lot of benefit for anyone who's running a business if they manage to work out how these effects can be harnessed to improve their workforce. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think so. And as I said, I mean, it doesn't mean that the knowledge transfer isn't happening. I mean, it can, of course, happen that it's outrightly sabotaged because of competition. (laughs) Um, But it could also still be happening, just it is harder to detect. And I think in this project, we will be able to disentangle the two effects. Workplaces are increasingly understood to be complicated, fascinating, hard to research, but very rewarding. So good luck with your research here, Thomas. Thank you very much.